This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we discuss NetApp's cloud consumption service offering called Keystone. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house because that is now where my studio is now (laughs) due to the uh, current coronavirus concerns. Um, So we're doing a podcast today with some people remotely to talk about NetApp Keystone. And to do that, I've I've invited two guests. Um, Sunita Rao, uh, what do you do here at NetApp and how do I reach you? Hey, Justin. Thank you for having us. And I'm Sunita Rao. I lead the product management for Keystone and uh, responsible for delivering the service uh, moving forward. All right. Uh, if we wanted to reach you, how did we do that? Um, you can reach me at sunita.rao at netapp.com or you can reach me at ng-keystone-help at netapp.com. All right. Excellent. I, I have a pop quiz for Sunita. So, I mean, she doesn't know this was coming, so I'm just going to ask her. Sunita, who is the best employee you've ever had? The best employee you've ever had, Sunita. (laughs) Justin (laughs) Parisi. Sunita used to be my manager. All right. Um, Also on the phone with us, uh, we have Jean Benko. So, hi, Jean. Hello, Justin and Sunita. So, I just said hi, Jean, and then I realized that it's it's very timely for this. for this time. Yes, yes. Please, everyone, practice personal, good personal hygiene and uh, through this whole crisis, and hopefully we'll get through it um, so, so Jean, quicker did, than did you hear usual. This, did you hear this sort of stuff in grade school? Did people call you hygiene? It, yes, they did. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to bring those <laughs> painful memories back up. Until so. <laughs> <laughs> it was unintentional, but it works out. But, um, so, Justin, I'm, uh, I'm the product marketing lead um, for Keystone and um, actually return employee to NetApp. So glad to be back and working on some really exciting new service offerings. And you can reach me at uh, gene.banco at netapp.com or on my Twitter handle at bankonai. All right. Excellent. So um, we've mentioned Keystone a few times now, um, and I don't think we're talking about the beer. I think we're talking about something else. So, um, Sunita, what is Keystone? Okay, thank God it's not beer. It's a real thing, and it's a thing that's going to help customers to actually look at a cloud-like subscription for their on-prem infrastructure before they plan to move to the cloud. So, as you know, uh, Justin, we are already on our path towards cloud, and we we have our CVS offering that's really differentiated in enabling customers' journey to the cloud. Now, with Keystone, uh, what we did was we are offering a stepping stone, which is called the on-prem cloud consumption, that can give the similar look and feel of what you would experience with CVS in the cloud. So that's what is Keystone all about. As far as Keystone goes, when did we announce that? When was that announced first? Yeah, so Keystone has been out there for a while now. We announced it at Insight in October last year, 2019. And uh, there's been a huge momentum since then, and it's been really taking off quite quite fast than what we thought, and it is ready and operational for, for prime time moving forward. 
So as far as Keystone goes, I mean, why are we investing in this sort of thing? Like, what's the goal with Keystone? I think uh, the market opportunity, uh, there's a, thanks to cloud, I think uh, we are seeing, uh, you know, a flexible consumption being the new reality for us. And that's actually causing the connectivity, the true connectivity in a hybrid model between cloud and on-prem. And Keystone essentially actually brings that to the table. So the traditional purchasing model with capital expense, uh, which was which is barely growing at you know uh, sub one percent uh, from a growth rate, is now transitioning those dollars to get into a flexible consumption offering, where you have the growth rate almost up to ten times of what we think in the capex world. Now, why is all this happening? Because again, once again, thanks to cloud, I think the as a service favorability in terms of you know, ability to scale, having a predictable cost model, you pay as you go, looking at all of the complex, bypassing all of the complex procurement processes, enabling the customers to, you know, forecast it and then spend on, on what they need instead of actually going about spending it upfront. So these are some of the changes from a market perspective. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we need to look at a different business model on top of, you know, our our ability. And, and I'm proud to say that NetApp is the only vendor that has a true native cloud connectivity with CVS. Now, what we've done is to complement that with Keystone, where we can provide the similar experience on-prem for those customers who are in the transition phase to go to the cloud. And we can provide as one seamless customer experience, whether you want to have it in your own data center or in a colo that the customer chooses with a single subscription and a, a, a very, very powerful online data management tool that can connect all your assets both in the cloud as well as on-prem. Just another data point there to what Tanita was talking about is the as-a-service as favorability and is the fact that customers want to keep their data on-premises due to governance reasons or locality reasons or compliance reasons. And, you know, you just take the fact that AWS for the longest time was public, it was only public cloud. And the fact that they've now introduced a, as a, a solution that's on-premise um, also validates where the market is heading with that you do truly need a hybrid multi-cloud type of environment where customers are running some of the workloads on-premises and then also some things in, in the cloud infrastructure as a service, but also in the SaaS model as well. So you, the fact that if you can connect all of those workloads together in a seamless management um, interface is that's who's going to win the cloud players going forward. So I know that we announced this a while back. Um, where do we stand today? I mean, how are we look in terms of uptake of customers and how is it being received? You know, before I get into the customer base, Justin, I just wanted to, you know, uh, do a little level set on, you know, what the on-prem cloud consumption with Keystone will deliver because we've announced it at Insight. There's a huge momentum. I want to make sure that, you know, we really present the Keystone offer in a nutshell. This is pay for the storage service. It could be, it's based on a predictable billing with a committed capacity, and then you can burst, um, you know, and paper burst as, as you intend to. One integrated pricing, you have a minimum of 100 terabytes that you can actually look at, look at it with different terms, and you can choose who to operate, right? And that's in a nutshell what, what Keystone entails as an offer. Coming to the customer momentum, 
there has been a huge uptake and ask that's coming from the from our in customers today asking for keystone and we've heard from our analysts and other friends out there that we have a very differentiated offer and we have a few pipeline already with customers moving towards the deployment model and also looking at starting our first few installations uh, anytime soon it's it's been really great at up until now there's been just a huge amount of pent up demand for these flexible consumption services um, from our standpoint, you know, customers that really are looking at developing applications in the cloud or have a cloud-first strategy, we are steering them towards our cloud volume services offering, particularly our Azure NetApp Files uh, capabilities and service offering is, you know, really powerful and, and one of the fastest growing services at on Azure today. Um, but those customers that have the need to keep their data on premises or keep their workloads on premises, then, you know, we now offer this on-premises cloud consumption services that Sunitha talked about where, you know, they have a subscription-based model, the ability to burst on demand, and their a very low commitment timeframe of only one year, which I think is unique to our offering. And um, it gives them the flexibility and the agility to, to really um, accelerate a lot of their pace of innovation that they want to do in their companies and go beyond, you know, just having to maintain infrastructure, but allow the operations of their storage infrastructure. They can do it themselves if they have the resources available, or they can have a partner do it, or, you know, they can... NetApp actually can do a fully managed service for them as well. And we take care of all of that management um, and deliver, still continue to deliver on our performance SLAs and our data availability and data durability, as well as security. So, Sunita, what kind of consumption services are available with with Keystone Cloud? Um, is it, you know... What kind of use cases are involved and, you know, what sort of things are customers looking for? The customers are getting started with Keystone by selecting a desired service tier. And the service tier could be something to do with our, you know, the file, which is extreme premium standard, or you could do a block extreme, block premium or block standard, or you can simply go with our object uh, as our service offering. All of each of these service uh, tiers, are mapped to a specific workload that provide a certain level of IOPS and throughput and latency for them to manage. So when we call out the, the Keystone file extreme, for example, we call out the use cases that actually come in with analytics and databases that are high-performance uh, use cases that typically fall into this bucket. Uh, if you look at the you know, the block premium, for example, then we call out our video surveillance as a use case where all that the customers are looking at is really the IOPS and a certain amount of throughput with, with latencies, very high sensitive latencies of less than 0.5 milliseconds. So depending on the use case, you can actually fall into each of these buckets and you can choose a service tier or a group of service tiers together that could be tied as one uh, service 
with different performance levels that you can present. Now, this is the base data service that anybody can choose. On top of it, you can, if you want, you can add on a couple more items. Like, for example, there could be customers who are looking for data protection, for example, with backup NDR. You could get to add a package on top of the base service for backup NDR with asking for whether you want the ability to backup like a monthly backup or a daily backup or a weekly backup. You get to choose on, you know, what is the level of granularity or regularity you, you need. Then there is another add-on service with the hybrid cloud package that mostly will be um, having, uh, you know, to do with the tiering of data. That's another add-on service. Now, the last but not the least is the term, like Jean mentioned, we have a minimum term of a year and a minimum capacity that you can book for, which is 100 terabytes. Um, uh, this 100 terabytes could be uh, some total of the services that you pick up, or it could be one specific tier that you want all of 100 terabytes to be dedicated. We will build the system. We will deliver it to your data centers, to the customer's data centers, whether they want it in their data center or whether they want it in a colo. We will go ahead and put that, um, you know, uh, based on the customer's needs and asks. In a nutshell, this is all that you do for choosing the service. Now, if you have more questions on the mapping of your use cases with which service tier you want to go with, please do send me an email with at ng-keystone-help, or you could come into the NetApp site and fill in a questionnaire that could actually guide you to the right service tier and the use case that you would want to go after. So as far as use cases go, I mean, what are customers looking at this for? And have, what are some creative uh, instances where you've seen customers apply this to things that maybe you didn't foresee? Um, I, you know, I would want to talk about one interesting uh, customer that we are working right now. This is a customer who's looking at migrating to migrating all of his workloads to AWS or, say, a, a, a hyperscaler that's out there. It could be anything. It could be an Azure or a AWS or a Google. Now, there could be some applications that are very specific to their, you know, in-house applications that, that they're working with. Now, these applications would pretty much reside in an on-prem model, and this specific customer is asking for the smallest footprint because he has no way to move these applications to the cloud because these are legacy applications, and, and they need to be on-prem for their own purposes. That's one kind of a customer that I'm working, we are working with right now. There are other customers who are looking for compliance-related uh, data to stay in their on-prem while having an ability to burst into the cloud because they require a higher compute and, and a, you know, a different environment for them because it's only a temporary you know, uh, situation where they bring the applications back onto on-prem. That's the second kind of customers that we are working with. The third kind of customers are, yeah, I mean, we are moving towards a different kind of uh, procuring model. We want to shift ourselves completely away from CapEx. We do not want to allocate budgets upfront. I want to just pay for what I use. And today I see that 100 terabytes is what I'm going to use for this one year. And I'm going to commit to that and then come back and look at adding more capacity. Now, the one interesting aspect across all of the three uh, use cases that I mentioned is we provide an ability to burst. And this ability to burst comes at no extra cost. Isn't that interesting? I think that's what is making it more compelling for our customers to actually come with, you know, a certain 
committed capacity at this point but also having the flexibility to move up and down within a certain percentage of burst that they can commit to within the one year window that that they are in uh, contract with us i really see a lot of these large enterprise customers that are going to do a combination of these flexible consumption offerings you know they may have the majority of their workloads on purchased equipment hardware where they have capex dollars they have resources they know how to run their data center it's very efficient and it it is a lower cost but there's going to be maybe a part of of their workloads let's say it's a data lake or a big object uh storage repository media repository where you know what it's it is critical data that they need to store and store forever but they don't want to have dedicated you know professional storage admins or IT professionals to manage that and they want to put that on an opex because they don't know the how big that storage capacity is going to grow so those are great workloads like i said a media repository or a data lake where they can hand that over to a partner and say hey we're going to put this opex and we want you to manage it for us because yes it's strategic we need to keep that data for maybe some future analytics or or ai or machine learning types of analysis but we don't want to tie up our resources to do that and we want you mr partner or netapp to manage that for us so i i i see that um in large enterprises that we're going to get a combination of of these consumption models so sunita how are you seeing customers manage this like how are they able to to take control of their own environments and use keystone to enable them a fairly simple um um model that that we follow uh, just like how um gene pointed out that there are customers who know their assets really don't need any management other than knowing how much of capacity they are consuming so we have a tool that we will deploy at the customer site majority of these operations are done remotely thanks to coronavirus we are all remote today and we are doing our jobs it's exactly the same model that we follow where we will be having a remote monitoring and support capability 24/7 365 days for every operation that the customer is looking for we look at um you know operating their storage optimizing it and delivering the slas and we enable the installation the configuration the build and if the capacity addition is required all they have to do is go to the tool request for additional capacity and we get the request in automatically through the tool and we ship the additional capacity that's requested for um in an in the netapp or a partner managed scenario we will be actually having this tool available for managing uh, the customer remote installations and we will be responsible for the slas and the slos that the that we commit with our end customer uh, performance and system availability slas will be provided and we will be having the data services presented through a portal where the customer can use a self service portal for him to actually do all of the provisioning and also look at monitoring on a daily basis they will be having dashboard to view uh, how much capacity they've committed to versus how much are they consuming are they in the burst zone they get service alerts and notifications for capacity increases they will look at historical usage reporting with both current and past and they will also look at their usage billing all in a single pane of glass even though they kind of choosing different service tiers across the board within the keystone services 
So this sounds great and all. I mean, I want to know who else out there is doing this. And if anyone else is doing this out there, how do we compare to them? We have a lot of our friends doing this already. And uh, some of our friends are the orange friends and the green friends that are out there who are actually delivering this service um, in addition to be the blue people delivering it as well, right? So in comparison, I think from a flexibility standpoint and from a you know performance service levels and the amount of portfolio integration with Keystone, I think we really have a differentiated solution in comparison to the orange people and the green people. And the biggest game changer in this entire thing is the cloud connectedness, which I think we are very proud to say that we are natively integrated with all the major clouds and we have both the hybrid cloud data services that can be offered either on-prem or in the cloud. And we can actually do the seamless operations to enable the true data fabric vision that can actually you know, enable the connectivity between the on-prem infrastructure and the cloud, which our friends out there are having it, but having it in a different way. Now, one interesting competitor, though, I would like to bring in this context is, is our friends at Amazon who've announced the AWS outpost like what Gene mentioned earlier. I think they do have come into a, an enterprise framework. They've got a matured cloud, but they've come into an on-prem um, you know, environment as we speak. But these services basically today are offered only uh, through the EBS uh, framework, and they have an integration with AWS cloud at this point and may move into a VMware cloud. But the true integration across all the clouds is something that NetApp has differentiated about, and that's where we actually have a differentiated offering with the true hybrid cloud vision uh, mapped around it. We have actually, um, you know, from a price or positioning standpoint, from a pricing perspective, I think the biggest advantage since we are offering it across the portfolio is the flexibility that the customers would get with getting the you know, the premium, the OPCC premium service, the extreme service at different price points versus the competition having those solutions at one price point. So that's a very big differentiator. And just to quote, I think uh, when we met with our partners, you know, and analysts and customers, the first thing that comes out is this is really great. I have, you know, choices between four or five price points that I can choose from. And this is so transparent where I get to know the subscription pricing ahead of time and there are no risks for unexpected costs that, that you guys are tying in. That's a really powerful positive feedback that we've received and, you know, which makes it more compelling for us in terms of our solution being differentiated to what the competition is offering today. Just to add a few things. Again, I mentioned it earlier is we offer a very low entry of commitment. It's our subscription-based services are only are offered at a one-year commitment at a committed capacity of 100 terabytes for a file or block. And that's a really low commitment and entry point for customers to really go out and try this um, alternative service versus spending those upfront CapEx dollars. So, Sunita, if I wanted to get a hold of this particular offering, how would I go about that? Like, where do I go? How do I sign up? Sure. I think uh, we are offering in 13 countries as we speak today, and it's available. It's GA. 
and it's ready to go. Um, it's as simple as one, two, and three. So step number one, um, send a quick email at ng-keystone-help, ng-keystone-help at netapp.com. Or you can also fill in an online questionnaire, which is connect.netapp.com slash keystone questionnaire. You can fill that and we will be ready to talk to you and give you uh, which service tiers you should go with and what is the pricing that's going to look like. And then we generate the code. We can present it within a matter of a week and you're ready to go. You can either choose this to be delivered directly by NetApp where we can do end-to-end of management and enabling the service for you, um, or you can have your partners come in and deliver it for you. You can also have a customer-operated model where you can just buy storage as a service where we will do the basic operations of installing it, making it ready for billing, and provide you the support. But you get to take care of the rest in terms of managing on on your own. I think we have all sorts of flexibilities that you can come in with and request, um, you know, um, based on what your appetite is to go with in terms of enabling this service for you. So, uh, Jean, do you have anything to add to what Sunita just said? Yeah, and to, in addition, you know, we, we are offering a, a very extensive training program for our internal sales reps as well as our partner community to really understand, you know, how to sell Keystone, how to really position it with our customers and identify those right opportunities directly with our customers. So uh, we have an overview course that's available today. Coming soon, we're going to have a deep dive into the cloud consumption services. And then we're also talking about getting on the road and going out and with our partner community, just going out and working with them on different opportunities uh, that they're uncovering in their in their different regions. So Gene, any final thoughts on NetApp Keystone? You know, NetApp has the best hybrid cloud story in the market today. I mean, we've we have native integration into all three major hyperscalers. And now we just introduced a really exciting on-premises cloud-like experience with Keystone Cloud Consumption Services. I think customers really need to take to look at this service offering, contact NetApp, talk to their sales reps or partner, or reach out directly to Sunitha and myself and really talk to us about the opportunities because I think this now flexible consumption services can really help a lot of our customers um, just really help them optimize their data centers and really run the workloads where they should be run. Sunita, do you have anything to add? First of all, Justin, thank you for the opportunity. I think this has been a very interesting conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think keep the momentum coming in, guys. I've, I'm so excited to see this uh, this wave of new uh, cloud consumption picking up in a, such a big way. Uh, keep that coming in. And for the rest of the folks, I think, you know, come to us, ask us about the flexible cloud consumption. We'll be more than happy to walk you through it. Start with CVS, and if you look at you know any you if you need any stepping stone to go there, Keystone is your baby. You should look at having Keystone as your stepping stone to move into CVS, which is the future for what we are trying to look at. 
want to reiterate once again what Jean said. We have the best hybrid cloud story here. We have the true integration between on-prem and cloud. This is what is going to help the customers to have one vendor doing end-to-end of both the cloud operations as well as the on-prem operations. And that's, you know, best of both the worlds with one vendor, go NetApp. All right, Gene, Sunita, thanks for joining us today and telling us all about NetApp Keystone. So, Gene, if we wanted to get in touch with you, how do we do that? A couple of ways. You can reach out to me at gene.banco at netapp.com or uh, in my Twitter handle, at bankonai. All right. And Sunita, how do we reach you? You can reach me at sunita.rao at netapp.com or at my Twitter handle at sira underscore 10. Uh, you can reach me there too. Or if you still want to go on the NG, make sure you send me an email on ng-keystone-help at netapp.com. Thank you. Also, we have a website that you can go to. We'll put that in the blog with that accompanies the show. Uh, again, thanks for joining us, Sunita and Jean. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Sunita Rao and Gene Benko for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.